Welcome to the Good Vibes Club, a normal girl's guide to living your best life and being the best version of yourself. Whether you're listening on your commute, out on a hot girl walk, or curled up on your sofa, open your mind and get ready to feel those good vibes. Hi guys and welcome back to the Good Vibes Club. I'm very excited to have another guest on with me today and it's actually one of my best friends and I've managed to persuade her this morning to get on an episode with me (laughs) and convinced her to record a little bit of a podcast episode on one of our favourite topics in our friendship group which is turning 30 and kind of embracing your timeline, being a child-free millennial etc. So Natasha... Do you want to introduce yourself? (laughs) I will indeed. Hello, everyone. I'm Tash. I am 30 years young. Flirting and thriving. (laughs) 30 and thriving. 13 going on 30. Here we come. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is so weird. Ignore my awkwardness, everyone. First time on a podcast. She has never been on a podcast, and she only agreed to us about four hours ago. My podcast virginity has been popped. I've popped podcast cherry. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a very, you know, standard job doing social media on the side. I'm like to call the paint fairy by uh, Miss Jessica Shepherd. She is the paint fairy. Her yeah. Instagram, by the way, Tash does Instagram too. Um, hers is at Natasha Louise Mackay, which we'll leave in the show notes. Yes, I do everything from a bit of fashion to beauty. Hair. Just, oh yeah, and hair. That is a new thing coming to my Instagram as well. Yeah, that we'll talk yeah. about in a second actually, because that's one of your little new career ventures, isn't it? It is indeed. And I'm so excited. <laughs> so if you didn't know, Tash and I have actually been friends for how many years now? God, like 14? 14 years. Yeah, it must be about 14 it's been years. been a long time. A long time, baby. Nearly I half know. our lives. I know. <laughs> Ain't we lucky to have each other. But we... <laughs> We literally have known each other so long. So we actually went to school together, um, but we weren't in the same year. So there's only two months between us, but I was the baby of my year and Tash was the oldest in her year. So we're really close in age, we're just different years in school and we actually know each other from school. So we had the same, well, we didn't have the same friend group, did we? We kind of just knew the same people and then ended up in a group. It's like through friends, mutual friends. It was through Sabrina, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So our friend Sabrina actually introduced us and yeah, now we're just pals. I know. Can't get rid and of now, another. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't get rid of her. I've even moved back down the road. <laughs> exactly. We're stuck together now for the rest of our lives. We literally are. So, Tash, one of the um, things I always do on my podcast is a good vibe of the week, which is basically something that's happened this week that you would consider to be your good vibe. So, like, it could be literally anything. So, I would say my good vibe this week is. Oh, what could my good vibe this week be? Oh, actually, I think it's the sunshine. You know how we've just had this like amazing sun? Like my flat, my flat's got like natural heating at the moment. Like I haven't put my heating on all week and it's been like 26 degrees. It's bloody great. You're winning. It's freezing in my house. (laughs) I've got like a greenhouse. It's great. (laughs) I'm like in trackies. I'm in my hoodie. I'm in fluffy socks. Walking around with my duvet. water bottle. Hot water bottle. (laughs) Literally just trying to make myself warm. (laughs) Trying to keep the heat in. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) To be fair, I'm sat here in a sweatshirt, so I'm not exactly cold, um, warm, sorry, but it has, today's not that bad, but it's been really, really sunny. It's been really nice. It's What's been, your good, good vibe? Time. I think mine, which is weird because it's about my job and Ooh. we all know, we don't, I don't like my job that much, but we will soon discover this fact. We will soon discover this. I will actually be a team leader at my job. 
Oh, congratulations, be... little promotion. Thank you very much. Been confirmed today. I will be in charge of some people and I will be whipping the chains. She will be a boss bitch. <laughs> I will be. I'll be like, don't do that. Do this. I'm going to go sit on my ass and do nothing. So, Is yeah. it one of your best friends in your team as well? Literally, yeah. So you're literally going to be Ernesta's boss? I am. Shout I love out that. to that Ernesta so on this funny. podcast. Shout out Ernesta. I've never even met her. <laughs> I know. So yeah, that's one good thing that's happened this week. I've had to do my first ever interview. Ooh. I know. And then been team leader. So it's been a, it's been a good day. How was the interview? Mm-hmm. Scary. Scary, but I you're get, glad you did it. Glad I've done it. I just get nervous way too easily and just ramble on. And you know what? I'm like very flingy hands as I am doing now. I'm very like, you know, emotional. And... You're like me. You like, when we're nervous, we talk before we think and we just Literally. talk. <laughs> Literally, it's like you don't shut up. And it's just like you have that inner voice in your head going, shut up, shut up, shut up. Stop talking, stop talking. But you just don't. And now it's like someone needs to just go hand over the mouth, stop talking. But it was good. It was good. I'm proud of myself. So that's that's a pretty good vibe of the week. Though. I know. I'm growing up. Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I also have my brother coming over tonight as well. Actually, which is quite a good vibe of the week. I love my brother. He's great. We all love Chris. Chris we is do. a good time. Chris, Chris is desperate to come on the podcast, and I've told him it's no boys allowed. <laughs> it's a girls' zone only. He might be allowed in the future, but I just don't think a normal girl's guide really resonates with an army boy. But, you know, no. we could bring him on and ask him some questions. I'm sure he'd be willing. I mean, he has he, actually asked. He does like to sing the old Disney song as well. He does. He is a New Disney Year's Eve. <laughs> He, yeah, he was here on New Year's and he was, I don't even know how to describe. He was like giving a performance to Literally. High School Musical on his own, dancing around. It was... It was quite the experience. <laughs> it was, but also I didn't mind. It was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a video somewhere. If there is, I'll put it on the um, podcast Instagram, which if you don't know what that is, it's at thegoodvibesclub.podcast. So I'll pop it up and I'll make like, I don't know, maybe I make an episode guide like on my highlights. I don't know. We'll work it out, but I'll put mm. it on the stories on there so you can have a little look. But should we get on with the episode? Let's get on with it. Okay. So Tash. Our chat today is about turning 30, life stages. We're going to talk all about how we feel being child-free 30-year-old millennials and how we're smashing our own timelines. So do you want to give us us a little bit of background into how your life looks right now? And I'll do the same. Okay, so not going into too much detail, but this will be something that I'm sure we'll tea, cover. Tea, tea, tea. Tea, tea. Spill the tea. Spill, 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 spill the tea. Get My... the tea flowing. Get the tea, put a little bit of sugar in it and stir away. <laughs> God. I feel sorry for everyone's ears. I just have to hear that. Tea, tea, tea. Tea, tea, tea. Spill the tea. A little bit of sugar. Spill the tea. Well, we've established you're not spilling the tea, so why don't you carry on? <laughs> My 30 timeline hasn't been what I thought it was going to be but it's taken me a while to just accept it and I'm happy with how and where I am I mean so give us an insight what does your life look like right now what's your living situation like do you buy do you rent what's your job situation like give us a little bit obviously don't have to share too much but just give us a bit of insight into what that's like right now so currently in my first home which will be selling purchased mine all mine but we'll be selling very, very soon. 
and we'll be going into a whole new venture, which I'm yeah very excited about. Job-wise, been in the same job since I was 17, and I'm climbing up the ladder, which is kind of a good thing. Not what I thought I would be doing. I thought I'd be in a different job by now, but I'm Job happy. progression's still good, though. This you is, can be in this the same good, job. Exactly. Who knows? Could be supervisor in a couple of years. Could be running the country soon. Exactly. I could <laughs> be prime minister. Everyone watch out. Um, but yeah, I don't have any kids, and I'm I'm happy with that. I'm happy being selfish and carefree and living life for me, which I think we can all agree, Jess, I don't, I've never done that. I've always put everyone else first. You absolutely have. I think Tasha's finally entering her like selfish era where she's, Tasha is someone who her whole life has always like, I hope you don't mind me saying this. If you do tell me to cut it out, but um, you have always been like a very much like a relationship girl and you've always Mm -hmm. put that person first and you've always like their needs have always been bigger and you've always kind of done whatever they wanted to do. And if they wanted to buy a house or if they wanted to get a car or if they wanted to do this, you wanted to do it too. Like you never really put what you wanted and needed first. Yeah, I've always put all my relationships first before my own needs. And I think I had an epiphany when I turned 30. It was long overdue, but I turned 30 and I was like, no, I'm putting myself first. 2023 is my year and I'm doing it. I'm in my girl era. Your boss bitch era. Boss bitch era. All about me But that's the way to do it. Like that is the right thing to do. If only I'd had this a couple of years ago. We tried, girl. We tried. I know, I know. Just kept telling me, telling me and I just kept ignoring it and here we are but. I had my own path, I had my own journey, and here we are, and I wouldn't change it. Yeah, I definitely think you needed to go through what you've gone through to mm-hmm. be where you are now. And I think that's the same with every single person. Like you have to really go through the seasons and go through those things to really know who you are and what you're about and what you want ultimately. Like if you don't go through the experiences, how do you know that you don't want them in the future? Yeah, it's exactly. the same as like relationships. Like bad relationships aren't they're not a bad thing they I mean they can be but like mm-hmm. a bad relationship just teaches you what you don't want from a future relationship it's oh, like yeah, giving you a lesson it's I a think. trial and error yeah trial and error but I always find it so interesting because like between the two of us we obviously are from very similar areas and stuff and like mm-hmm. we are the same age give or take two months and I think it's so interesting to see how similar but different our lives are like you've always been a long-term relationship girl I've had a couple of relationships like they've always I had like a six-year relationship when I was like 18 I don't even know if I've ever mentioned it if you watched my vlogs back in the day you would know this but um I came out of that at like 25 and then I had a couple of like short terms and now I'm in like a two-year three nearly three-year relationship with James and like we're going really well whereas you've had like two like how your first one was like six years no seven years something like that no first one was like four and a half it seems longer. See, I think it was drama. intense. Yeah, I agree. And then this one is like, what, eight years? No, like coming up like to ten. Stop it. Yeah. Because you, Amelia and Sabrina, like our other two really good friends, they're yeah. all in very similar length relationships and they're mm-hmm. all like nearing the decade mark. Exactly. Whereas I am in a new relationship and I don't own my house. I rent. James is just moving in now. Like I've lived on my own for two years. Um, which by the way is the best experience of my life I'm going to do a whole podcast on living on your own but um 
it's just I think it's really interesting to see like the different life stages and like when we were younger like I'd say early 20s we were so adamant that we would be like married with babies and a house and like we thought our lives would be so different oh yeah massively different thought I'd be engaged at the age of like 24 kids at the age of 27 you were dead set on that timeline as well oh I know god someone take me back and shake my head (laughs) but at least you didn't do those things and I always think this as well like there's so many times where I was always like oh I really want to have a baby when I'm like 25 and like I want to be 27 before like I want to make sure I've done all these things by the time I'm 30 and I think thank god I didn't so you know when you turn 30 like obviously we had these like trajectories of what we thought our lives would be do you Mm -hmm. think you found 30 hard I feel like I kind of know the answer to this but I'm just intrigued to see what you would say Yes and no, only because I think for so long we like built up this whole thing of being like, oh my God, it's 30, it's another decade, we're meant to have our lives together and all this sort of stuff. And then like 30 seems like a big deal. Literally. But I think, I think everyone makes 30 into a huge, huge deal. Yeah. It's like you're meant to know what career you're meant to be in, you're meant to be settled down, like with your own house, a kid on the way, married, and it doesn't work out like that and it's totally fine but I think for me where like I said I've always been like a relationship focused person and my relationship hasn't been smooth it's 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 been very very bumpy and which I'd say is normal like I wish it's a bad thing because I think relationships need tests otherwise like if you never have a test you never know how you're going to get through something exactly like with my current relationship now we've had a rocky patch where I moved out for six months because we just weren't getting along we weren't meeting each other's needs I felt like as if our relationship was fizzling out and I had to take a step back from the relationship to focus on myself put me first and realize actually you know what 30 is not the end of my life I shouldn't be settling down having kids I still have time to live I can still have a kid when I'm like 35 I mean, I still feel like I now understand the term when parents are like, I still feel 21. Like your dad, prime example, your dad still acts like a teenager. (laughs) Literally, my dad is the (laughs) biggest child you will ever meet. He doesn't dad used to like. He used to dance around singing Michael Jackson with us at like 18 when we were going on nights out. He'd like pre-drink with us. It was great. (laughs) Literally, like my dad, bless him, he's in his 60s. He's had a bit of Baffles me every day literally doesn't look 60 he's had a bit of like health issues over the last couple of years but he's still kicking it as if he's an 18 year old and it's like dad calm down but also I'm quite glad because I feel like I've got that gene where I don't really look my age I don't act my age either and I'm just like living life so thanks dad if you ever (laughs) listen to this I'll send you the link (laughs) he will so listen hi John (laughs) hey dad how's it going (laughs) but it is true like I think Oh, like I always used to be like, you're so embarrassing. But my parents would be like, I feel 21. And I'd be like, you are gross. You're like 50. (laughs) But now I so get it. Like I Mm -hmm. really understand what they mean when they're like, I still feel really young because I still feel like that 21 year old who used to go on nights out all the time. Like granted, we've got a lot more life experience now, but like I still feel as young and fun as I did back then. Oh yeah. Just with a bit more life experience and a bit more money in my pocket. <laughs> exactly. And uh the uh the name of the age. Three <laughs> oh Yeah, we've just gained like a few years. Exactly, I know. We don't look it, but we're still <laughs> like, but I, I find it funny because you you don't feel like you had do you really not feel like you had any kind of 
like epiphany when you turned 30 when you were like oh I really shit like my life isn't how I thought it would look yeah massively like leading up to it I was like my life is nowhere near where I wanted it to be and I think it was probably like the month before because for Mm. me it just seemed like it went really really so I mean like I think 2022 for me wasn't wasn't a great year anyways in itself and it was like great this is like the cherry on the top of the cake I'm turning 30 this year <laughs> and then I feel like we're gonna really celebrate yours this year like you'll have I know. Like 30 but on your 31st I exactly I'd be like 30 plus one it's like the big celebration because <laughs> I didn't really celebrate it last year you I didn't, really no. didn't want to celebrate I was just like being completely honest I was not in the headspace to celebrate I you was weren't. so down I was miserable I was crying like every single day pretty much it was it was a bad time so for me I'm not 30 yet I'm 29 I mean we lost two years to lockdown like you exactly can so do that. I think let's this year we have to do a big thing for yours because I think I milked 30 like, oh yeah I milked <laughs> 30 it's I like a whole month and a half long <laughs> <laughs> I literally I am um, if you if you haven't followed me very long or you haven't seen I basically did several things although granted some of them weren't really like my doing so I I had a surprise from my boyfriend who is the most amazing human being in the world he took me to Santorini for a surprise trip for my 30th which was amazing we had a well done James well done well done James brownie points (laughs) do you remember when we used to call James the god he's oh my god because (laughs) (laughs) I love he's gonna die that I've mentioned this um we used to call James a Greek god because he's just beautifully chiseled and he's so tall and godly (laughs) Exactly. There's <laughs> muscles upon muscles upon muscles. And he's like You'd see if he ever came online. He's so freaking tall, it's like hello. He is very, very tall. But um yeah, he took he took me to Santorini, which was lovely. So we had a nice week together. I also went with a few girls to Crete, so some of my besties. Tash did not come, unfortunately. I did have quite a few friends who couldn't come for various reasons, actually. Like <laughs> one of my friends literally dropped out the day before because she had COVID, which was all fun and games she actually she was fine with it she didn't have any issues but she just couldn't come but um yeah I had a girls weekend in Crete um what did what else did we do we did a few other things didn't we we did a spa spa evening we did we did a spa trip did a spa trip um I'm getting confused because I feel like all of us turn 30 at the same time and it's really hard to know which was I was gonna say afternoon tea but that wasn't afternoon tea (laughs) afternoon tea was was yours oh yeah 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 but yeah, I, I milked tea. 30. But funnily enough, so I I think 30 affected me slowly. Like I mm. remember sitting in Santorini. And so we got to Santorini the day before my birthday. And then my birthday was like our first full day there. And um, we were sat having dinner in the evening. And I just remember sitting there and crying and being like, oh my God, this is my last ever evening being 20s like this my Mm -hmm. 20s are over and I was like do I think I've had enough fun have I done enough things like have I made enough money have I have I lived my life the way I want to live it in my 20s and I was so upset because I was like oh my god I'm never going to be 20 again and then as soon as I turned 30 I just didn't care like I remember seeing so there was um we were like on a cliff face in Santorini like everything in Santorini is on a bloody cliff face but we had this like amazing sunset and there was a balcony that was like in view of where we were and there was a girl sat in a hot tub on her balcony with these 30 balloons and I remember sitting and thinking I'm not the only one (laughs) I remember you sending me a picture of that yeah I was like guys I'm not alone but um that's someone else said (laughs) as soon as I turned 30 I just didn't care anymore like I literally was like I 
I'm going to just live my best life. And last year for me, I decided it was going to be like my yes year, because obviously when you're in your 30s, you start to think more about children and marriage and like all the different things that cost money. Like granted, your 30s or your 20s, but with more money and more fun. But Mm -hmm. I just decided last year was going to be my year of yes. And I just said yes to absolutely everything. And I just made my 30s the absolute best year of my life. And which you did you were sounds everywhere. really awful because yours was the stark contrast <laughs> but yeah I just went everywhere everyone's journey is completely different like mine was literally probably like the worst year of my life where yours oh, was literally you. the best but this is the thing like I think like yours everyone... is gonna be this year for sure yeah 2023 is my year I mean I mean I'm saying that 2023 was like 2023 no 2022 was a rubbish year but I did things that i wanted to also do so i got a new car you did Granted you enough, I, was in a, I was in a car crash i was gonna to say it wasn't exactly car. the easiest way to get it <laughs> no exactly and like i also wanted to get my teeth sorted out last year and then granted enough that didn't happen in the best way because i lost a really two <laughs> but the universe right is giving now. you those things my girl the exactly. universe is putting those things in front of you exactly and i feel like this year is going to be the year where I can actually end it and say, Do you know what? I'm actually really happy and 30 ain't so bad. I honestly think this year is going to be your year. I think you are going to have the best time ever. Yeah, I just think like this year you've got more freedom. I feel like you did a lot of self discovery work last year and you yeah. really focused on who you are. I think you started to get more into manifesting because I've been pushing you with it for years and I think you, you finally have. started to get it. Like it started to click. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's going to be, I already know it. And we've got like an epic trip to Paris planned. We can do more girls trips. We're going to do a big thing for your birthday. Like you've got lots of big things coming, I think. I know. It's going to be a good year. I can feel it. Maybe a new career venture. Hopefully. Hopefully. Still don't know. Tash is actually very good at hair and makeup. Like she used to do. If you followed Tash back in the It's Simply Beauty days, which some of you may well have done because I feel like people have followed us both for years. But um, Tash used to do it's simply beauty i mean it says it in the title but she yeah. used to do really good like s what's it called sfx f f x uh it oh my god what's it called s special effects yeah that's the one like, yeah she used to gore. do like special effects stuff and it was so good so i feel like you should get back into that kind of thing well you mm-hmm. kind of are aren't you you're doing that like, yeah makeup stuff i still do it like dabble every now and then but i need to make it more of like a thing this year because i like doing it. i like being creative yeah. like that the different yeah. things take priorities at different time of your life I think though exactly. like you just you do it when you're called to do it and I think at the moment your focus has been so much on like self discovery and like self-love and self-worth and stuff so I feel yeah. like that's going to be a good progression exactly getting me to the get that money honey and the money give me all <laughs> the money manifest money 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 <laughs> what's that um you know that tiktok that's going around and it's like um ching 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 goes the money tree <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I don't even know how it back goes. to me <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, use this sound, otherwise, like, blah, blah, blah. It's like the amount of times I've like just randomly filmed myself sitting in bed, listening to it, being like, I am getting it. And it's just in my drafts. <laughs> I know. I always do it too. I'm like, I've saved it. Or, you know, when it's like um, on TikTok, they'll be like, save, like, and like interact three times. I just send them to James and he's like, why the fuck are you sending me another TikTok? And I'm like, because it's good karma. They're almost like the Gen Z version of like spam emails or like those, remember those MSN spam ones? Literally. You used to get? Oh God, MSN. <laughs> the days of MSN. Oh. I feel like that's what it's like. Did Gen Zs have MSN? No, God, no. Because I can't remember when MSN just kind of... Gen Z's is like, uh, I think it's 1997 onwards. So they're like 25 now. 
So I don't think so because that would have been like year sevens when we were in year eleven. Yeah, they might have had. And it. I feel it like we didn't like really use it in year eleven because you no. think like at the end of year eleven it was like BBM. Oh yeah, BBM. BBM and like Bebo. Oh Bebo, remember the other <laughs> halves of me. <laughs> or maybe you used to get so annoyed if your boyfriend or the person you fancy didn't give you their love that day. Oh yeah. And you used to only get three love a day or something, didn't you? <laughs> What a time to be alive. <laughs> we lived at the best. I think millennials, like our generation lived at the best time. We oh, had yeah. the best of both worlds and it's bloody exactly. great. We saw the inventions of Apple and the iPhones. Internet dial up. Flip phones. It was a, Do you know, it was a I good actually time. Remember, I remember, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I remember having an iPhone 3GS and you had an iPhone 4. And mm-hmm. I remember like mine was curved and yours was like, do you remember it was like the bricky kind of the one? The bricky one, yeah. And I remember coming to your house and we were sat in your bedroom watching the hills more than likely. And um, we were talking and you were like, oh my God, I've downloaded this app called Instagram. And I was like, what's that? (laughs) And I couldn't download it because I had an iPhone 3GS and suddenly everyone was getting it. And I was so jealous because I couldn't afford to go and get an iPhone 14 because obviously I'm like on a contract and I was really young and like part-time jobs and whatever. Mm. And I was so jealous that I couldn't get Instagram. I didn't have it for about a year. Yeah. And then when you got it, you're like, oh my God, I've got Instagram. I think I got it in like 2012. Um, yeah. And I still have, I'm still using that first account I ever created. Oh, you really? Yeah, mine's still the same account. Oh my God. I've like So was yours mine. until we changed it last yeah, year. Yeah, I know. When I rebranded myself. <laughs> anyway, back on subject. So do you think that you feel pressured by the timeline? Like, Do you feel like there's anything... Like, do you feel like you, um, how do I word this in the best way? So like, do you think that you should have hit certain milestones by this point? Like, do you feel like, do you feel like your life is fulfilled or do you feel like you could have, like you're pressured into being like, say for, like outside pressures? Cause I feel like you, you definitely have outside pressures and so do I in like certain respects of like, oh, oh yeah. don't you think you should be doing that by now? And like older generation, like pushing to be like, mm. oh yeah. Like I definitely feel like with like family pressure, everything that you see on social media as well like we were saying Mm -hmm. this earlier how we feel like our entire like timelines of like instagram is people pregnant announcing that they're pregnant getting married babies and we're kind of like um there's a lot of babies but also at the same time like as much as like i would love to be at that point in my life i'm really not yeah i'm so far from that point and it's taken me a while to actually be like, do you know what? I don't need to be at that point. I'm happy with where I am now. It can happen yeah. in a couple of years' time. And I don't have the pressure that I would have had like a couple of months prior to turning 30. So you very much... at one point were very adamant, weren't you? You were like, I need a baby by the yeah. time I'm 30. Like, I need babies. I've yeah. been in my relationship a really long Like, I have been in my relationship for X amount of years. I need to have a baby by this point. Like, I've been together too long. Like, other people have had babies by now. Like, blah, blah, blah. And you were so like... Oh, yeah. Like, we should I was be having adamant. a baby and getting married. Like, to the point where it's going to be like, being like, buckaroo. Wouldn't get off just so I could have a freaking kid. <laughs> but <laughs> now looking... what you mean. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I was like, what is she talking about? Then I was like, oh my God, she did say that. (laughs) Yes. But everything happens for a reason. And it's okay. Everyone is at a different point in their lives. And I think it's now gotten to the point where in in my relationship, we both aren't at that point. 
Yeah, and which is okay. so important because it's two of you. Like you have yeah. to both be in the same space. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like without going into too much detail right now, it's made me evaluate my relationship and that's why I'm focusing on me because I want to be at the same point as a person who I want to spend the rest of my life with and it's not happening and I'm okay with it like I've dealt with it so yeah I want to have kids with someone when it's ready and it's right for the both of us and we both actively talk about it and we talk about like marriage and the future it will happen it's just not happening right now I think that's a good thing to point out as well like you you could feel ready but if your partner's not ready yet then it's not the right time because you ultimately don't want to like pressure someone into it either like imagine no. you pushed someone to engage uh, engage to you <laughs> push someone <laughs> to get to engaged or push someone to have a child like that's not gonna then give you the life you want because you're like not that this is what happens to in any means I just mean in general like yeah it's never gonna end well when someone feels forced into that situation like no. they have it has to be a progression both sides and it has exactly. to be something you both mutually want and one of you is going to resent the other one and it's just it's never a good thing and I think for us women we have the clock that ticks we are way more ahead than the guys are and if there's any guys listening if you are at a point at an early stage where you're in a relationship and you actually know what you want well done to you say it I wish there was more men like you out there (laughs) I think men freak out a lot like I think they really panic about life's I found with men like a lot of the time like speaking to boys they or like just you know hearing conversations and stuff they like to be ready for a child they want to be financially able to support you to support that child like buying a house they want to know that they can do it with like money in the bank whereas girls are like why can't I have a baby like I can have a baby now like it doesn't matter I don't need to be financially stable everyone does it (laughs) exactly I feel like we're more in like a we don't think about the realistic things we're more like the dreamland side of things like i just want a baby but we don't think of like money stuff like of course there's loads of people out there that have kids with not a lot of money there's people that have kids with tons of money but every person is different and i don't think guys think that yeah exactly and like think of the amount of people that have had kids and had to like like scrimp and save or have to like deal with like two kids with like one person working like everyone deals with it where i think i don't think anyone's ready no no one's ready i don't even think like i'll ever be fully ready i don't think we ever will be no i think the day i take a pregnancy test i think that would be the day that i actually actually pass out (laughs) because i'll be like whoa (laughs) (laughs) every time i've like you know when you're like late by your period by bit and you're like oh need to buy a pregnancy test just to check like not that it would be a bad thing if you are but i always get really embarrassed buying it because I'm like, oh, yes, I'm really naughty. Because <laughs> I still feel like I'm in, in a young mindset where yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm 16 and I'm buying a pregnancy test. And I'm like, oh my God, everyone's going to judge me for buying a pregnancy test. Not that Every anyone should. Time. And like the thought of having to tell my parents I'm pregnant still makes me really scared because I'm like, oh my they God. know I'm having really sex. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be so annoyed with me. Like, oh my God. I know, like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. No, it was a miracle conception. I'm still. I mean, you have nine months to get around to the fact that you're getting pregnant. Like when it happens, you've got you've got time to get used to it. Exactly. But it's definitely something that's like just strange. I know. But it is like I. I think everyone feels the pressure of like, yeah, feeling. I think family is the biggest pressure for sure. Like absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like my family, I think as much as they're really understanding and they they're like, I don't know. Like I've got the pressure almost the other way. Like you know, my mum. My mum is great. Yeah. She's a good time girl. 
but my we mom love is you, very much like <laughs> she will absolutely <laughs> listen to this you're her favorite she literally adores you <laughs> Hi, Maggie, how are you like, i love tash so much <laughs> but um my mum has always 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 been like don't settle down don't have kids don't do this like wait enjoy your life travel do this do that and she is very like the opposite so I almost feel like she'd have been annoyed if I settled down not annoyed because I think she'd always have been like grateful if I had kids and stuff but I think she would have been very like you really should have lived more first yeah but I feel like now if you did get pregnant she'd be like yeah oh my god my well child has already been knitted a jumper. The woman has already knitted my future fetus a jumper. This doesn't, the child doesn't even exist. It's not even in discussion. Like She's prepared. me and James have not discussed. Like we've obviously <laughs> talked about children, but like we're not trying or anything, but this child already has clothes. Get prepared. Clothes cost a lot of money these before, days. Before, <laughs> but the child had a jumper before. So my stepdad's, like my stepbrother but we don't really see them so my stepbrother's wife just had a baby and um my mum knitted something for my future child that's not even existing yet before the child that was actually in a belly oh, <laughs> oh bless gotta love maggie she's great she just wa- i literally she wanted an excuse to knit and i was like you can knit me a jumper and she's like no i want to knit little people clothes so i was like okay oh, then little people her. clothes you can knit <laughs> See, this is the thing, though. It's like, I feel like parents are, like, knit and stuff. They're, like, ahead. They, like, want something that's, like, cute. They can pass it down. It can be, like, in, like, it can be there as, like, a little souvenir from, like, their grandparents. Souvenir! (laughs) Souvenir from the grandparents. (laughs) It's probably not the right word to use, but... What? I can't think what the word is. What is a it souvenir called? is what you get on holiday. Oh, what is it? Like a, a memento. Like a That's cake. the one. A souvenir. I haven't slept. My brain is just... That's so funny. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tash. I say the wrong words sometimes. <laughs> I'm 30 and I really don't know how to speak and stuff. No, literally I, me too. I blame the dyslexic brain. <laughs> I mean, I've just had a coffee, so I am buzzing. Like, I am ready to go. I mean, I haven't slept since yesterday at about six o'clock for about an hour and a half. <laughs> so I'm sleep deprived. This is what it's like to have Do a you know child. what? We can't moan. I was going to say we can't moan about sleep deprivation because we don't have kids. I Although I do think one thing that really annoys me is when people with children will be like, you don't even know what sleep deprivation is like. You haven't got a kid. And I'm like, no, I don't. But... but- I, I still know I, what it means I, I know what it means to me and I know how bad it feels right now like, exactly. you know when you get a kid like a teenager going through heartbreak and then you're they're like crying over this week-long boyfriend and you're like wait till you get divorced like that is the worst thing that has ever happened to that person because they've never experienced it before so I'm like let me be sleep deprived I know it's going to get worse I'm exactly. already preparing for the fact it's going to get worse but like let me just be sleep deprived for right exactly. now I'm training I'm training my body just doing it and I don't know when I'm actually going to be sleep deprived but I'm training my body and also, I'm quite happily child-free. Exactly. I like I'm enjoying selfish. my time. Exactly. I can go out. I don't have to think about getting the pram ready, getting the nappies ready, putting the child into the car. Yeah, living our best selfish era life. go. And I think not, like, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do things, but I do think that having a child in your 30s as opposed to your 20s I feel like you've just got so much life experience that you've had before like granted people like I know full well that like people 
their purpose is having a child they adore children they just want to have a child and I think there's so many ways to and not to do it but I do Hmm. think that if you're in your 30s and you don't have a child there's no shame in it like you've just lived your life a little bit more you've just had a bit more fun and if you had a child early like great there's no shame in that either like you just you chose to have a family younger and that's fine and like everyone can live their life on their own timelines and I just think whatever works for you works for you but I am enjoying being selfish oh yeah definitely and I like that I've got a lot of stories for my kid like my kid can look through my photo albums like it's quite a known fact between my friends that I'd carry a disposable camera everywhere. Like I yeah. love, I am like emotionally attached to that. To that she's, camera. she's like the parent of the group that will take pictures of everything and absolutely everything. If we need a picture of I... it, Jess has got the picture of it and it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, you know, on nights out when you were younger and someone used to have the digital camera, <laughs> yeah. it was always Amelia. It was never me. Actually. She was. She her pink digital camera came everywhere and you'd have to like exactly. pester her for days to get the pictures of the nights out and you'd always think they were better than they were. Exactly. But um And then I have to wait for them to put have... them on Facebook. Oh my god. And they were all hideous all the time. And every but, um... like photo album was named Night Out. She did, with didn't she? Or like she, Summer yes. 09. <laughs> or it'd be like so and so's seventeenth birthday party. Yep. <laughs> like it she had yeah, Amelia's Facebook is where it's at. That is the archive of our yeah, teenage literally. years. But um, I am the archive of our later life. <laughs> later life, I make us sound so old. But um, Our late 20s I... or early 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have started printing them though. So I've got, um, in my living room, I've got um, like a photo album of each year at the moment. So I started it last year. And it's kind of like random pictures. Literally all the disposable pictures are in there. But also like random pictures that just, you know, are meaningful or whatever. And it's so nice to have them because the whole reason I've got them is for me and you and like everyone else to look back when we're older. But also like, I think it would be cool for our children to look at them and be like, oh my God, look how cool our parents were. Like, look how much fun they had. Like they lived their life and they had so much fun. And I think we're almost of that generation where we're not being told to get married young and have kids and like settle down really young. We're being Mm -hmm. told to like go out and have fun. And I don't know, I think it's quite cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a completely new generation. We are literally a whole new generation. It's going to be interesting to see what the next generation is going to be like. Isn't there a stat that like this, was it last year or something was like the, I can't remember what it was, but it was something to do with like women being 30 and not having children. There was like the highest statistic of, wasn't it like more women were 30 without a child than with a child or something like that? Which is mental. I think the age where women were having kids was like 33, 34. Which I don't think is old still. I think that's young. Yeah. But then like, like, I ideally want to be having my first one. Like I've decided I've come to peace with like, I want my first one at around like 32, 33. But I also am so okay with that. Well, okay. I say I'm so okay. I'm not so okay. Like I'd be all right if that was like a bit later, but I just don't want to be an old parent. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like my mum was 36 when I was born and my mum still looks young she was, but, like, she was always she still fun you. yeah my mum was 36 and wow. she like I don't think now looking at her you'd even know how old she I mean you know how old she is hello yeah. just at 30 but like um <laughs> she's gonna hate me so much for saying that <laughs> but um I just think there's no like we still had the great life she still ran around with us like she still was loads of fun there was no there was nothing that changed because she was a bit older no but I think you know what I mean of, like, there's, there's like a lot of like stigma around when you turn 30 you're old yeah because like when we were younger think what we would look at someone who's 30 and be like oh my god you're so old but you're they, not the kids now probably look at us and think that though tash yeah 
Damn, like I see Gen Z's that like the worst is when you go into a supermarket and it's like a really young person at the till and I'm like they're definitely about 15 and they obviously have to be 18 because they're saying yes to you buying alcohol yeah. but they will look at you and like they won't even ID you they'll just scan it and that's when you know you're old I know when the teenagers think you're too old that's when you know you're old it's like oh damn it <laughs> that's it I'm not in my prime it anymore it happens all the time <laughs> and I hate it like when they look at you and they're like you are obviously too old to be exactly. buying this and I'm like cry just ID me and just make me feel good when I get ID'd it's like yes yeah here's my ID James at um the other day actually got ID'd for buying Monster you know the energy drink you have to be 16 <laughs> oh and he my got ID'd. god and I was like he looks young but bloody hell he does not look 16 like that is ridiculous <laughs> that should be his vibe of the week <laughs> James's vibe of the week being ID'd for <laughs> Monster, Monster and being told he looks young <laughs> people actually think James is younger than me as well I find that really strange really? he's five years older than me yeah a lot of the time people are like oh I thought he was younger than you oh wow not that Which I'm, I'm like James very looks offended old, by. but I'm just saying that you look young <laughs> I just think it's very offensive to say that I look old how dare they <laughs> block them block and delete <laughs> I think my brother said it actually Chris how dare you I don't know <laughs> But then people also think my brother's older than me. Like A lot of people think Chris is older than me and Chris is two and a half years younger than me. Yeah, I would look at Chris and think he's older than you. But I think because you know Chris is like the geeky little teenager that sat in his bedroom all the time playing Xbox, like yeah, yeah. you just already know he's younger. He was, he was that geeky little kid, bless his heart. <laughs> and now he hits on Tash on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Starting a petition to make Tash my sister-in-law. Thank you so much. <laughs> woo woo. I did try for a while. Yeah, I was, she did. I she was did try. It still tries. I was gunning. <laughs> still on the odd occasion of like, Dash, Chris. Uh. What do you think about that one? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Chris. Uh. <laughs> I mean, the parents already like you, so you're fine. You're halfway in the door. Yes, winning. <laughs> I can come to all the Christmas <laughs> family parties and get drunk with everyone. <laughs> we do have bloody good parties, to be fair. You do. I'm very jealous. So, Tash, we asked on Instagram if there was any questions anyone had to ask us relating to what we're talking about right now. I have someone said, how do you shake the feeling that you're out of time? I'm almost 30 and keep thinking I should be at a better place and a different place in my life. And it's really overwhelming. Honestly, I think every person will have this thought. Everyone. And just remember, it is okay. No one has their life planned. No one has their life sorted. It literally is just taking it day by day. And I think when you've come to realize that that's how life is, you just got to take it day by day, you will start enjoying life so much more. Absolutely. I think you have to take away the pressure of feeling like your life isn't going to plan because ultimately you are on the right path. You are on the right plan. Like the universe is literally guiding you you are never going to make the wrong decisions about your life. And I think you need to just kind of, it sounds easier than it is. And I know it's a lot harder than this, but you almost just have to like break the thought process and like not think about the fact that your life should be different because you are doing things the way you're supposed to be doing things. Like you could think that you want kids sooner, but like ultimately that's, your life is planning out the way that it should be planning out. And I think it's something to journal about actually, to journal why you feel like you aren't, like at the right place in life why you feel like you're out of time no one's out of time like 30 if you die at 60 then you're halfway through your life like we are not dying at 60 girls we are living our best fucking life and we are going to be here till we're over 100 because our generation is living longer apparently but i think 
no one's out of time and there's never a right time like like me and Tasha have been saying like people have kids older now like there's like JK Rowling didn't even write Harry Potter till she was in her bloody like 40s or 50s for god's sake like we have plenty of time no one's life is ending 30 is not the be all and end all it is the beginning like just turning 30 you have technically only been an adult for nine years because technically you don't turn into an adult until you're 21 so we're still young adults we're still babies I'm just a baby little babies I'm just a baby (laughs) do you want to go with one of yours okay right Feeling like you don't have enough friends in your 30s, comparing yourself to others on Instagram. Instagram is a highlights reel, and I can't say that loud enough. Just because someone is outwardly friends with someone does not mean they're best mates, does not mean you have less friends. I would rather have quality over quantity. Exactly. You don't need to have a million and one friends as long as you have a couple of good, close friends that are going to be there for you all the time. And plus, when you're older, you don't see your friends every single day. You probably still talk every single day, but you all have your different life path. You all have different things going on. And as long as you check in with each other, it's okay. But you don't need to have a million and one friends. And trust me, when you get to 30, you will realize who your actual real friends are. 100% exactly and I know people say that when you have kids and stuff as well like you you realize but I think Mm -hmm. everyone's circles get smaller as they get older and I think that's so normal and people online might look like they have 50 friends or like 10 friends at a dinner or something but it doesn't mean that they're really close to all those people and just because they look like they've got loads of friends it doesn't mean they even get on like everyone's different don't compare yourself to people online because I think Instagram is like the devil for comparison Mm -hmm. but everyone's on their own trajectory and it's okay not to have many friends like I would personally rather have a really small pool than have like 50 people and also I don't know if this is like an actual thing but I'm pretty sure there's only like we all only have enough time to keep up regularly with five people I think that's something like that I (laughs) I want to say that's a thing yeah but also like remember people will only show Instagram what they want to show they're never going to show like the bad times. They're never going to show like the fallouts that they have with their friends and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. They will only show what you they want you to see. Yeah. So don't get blinded by Instagram, people. I'm going to be doing an episode on making friends in later life and manifesting friendships and all that kind of stuff. But I do think that if that is how you feel and you do feel like you want more friendships, don't be closed off to making new friends. Like it's always okay to make new friends. You just have to be really open to new people. Like. It sounds really silly, but I wouldn't say I necessarily met people in any specific way last year, but I became really open to new friendships and I did end up making a lot more new friends last year. And I would say my circle now is considerably bigger. Like I would say beginning of 2022, I probably had maybe like five really good friends that I really enjoyed spending time with. And now I've Mm. probably got 10, but they're not all in one group. I don't see them all all the time, but you just have to be really open to those friendships and friendships will come to you and just make the effort to be that friend as well like me and my friend Jay for example we kind of forced our friendship on each other and I think we met and we knew that we were really good like we got on really well and she just turned around and was like you're stuck with me now you're my friend and I was like absolutely you're mine too so that's fine (laughs) and I think that's the kind of like it sounds really extreme but that's kind of how you make friends you just have to be a friend to make a friend yeah exactly if that makes sense quite a few of these actually say how do you deal with not having enough not not feeling like you have enough um how do you deal with awkward situations and questions at parties with family or married people so I'm assuming this means like how do you deal with being like around family and people who are asking you questions about your situation slash like I don't know how to word this in the best way but like lack of child or lack of marriage 
I mean, I've been there. I have been there. I have been there, my friends. <laughs> I think you just need to be honest and just try and say, look, I'm not ready. And I'm not at that point. It's my life. Like, obviously say it in, like, the nicest way possible. But obviously like, being it quite it happens. blunt about it. Because ultimately it's your life. It's up to you when you decide to have a kid, you decide to get married. And all of that stuff, it happens naturally. So I think if you just say, look, I'm not at that point yet. I really don't want to settle down yet. I'm living my absolute best life. And you kind of like say it a couple of times, family and friends kind of start to get the hint that you don't want to talk about it and they will stop asking. Yeah. That's what I found I think with my family also, anyways. Yeah, I think older generations especially, I think, don't respect the boundary of what they should and shouldn't ask in that respect because mm-hmm. they don't understand that especially I think grandparents like they don't quite understand that you like we're not on the same timeline as them when we got married really young and then we like had babies really young and all that kind of thing like they just don't understand and they can't grasp that we're in our 30s and we don't have that so I think you just need to kind of like Tash said be a bit firm and say that you are just not in that place and that's okay like you're on your own timeline you're doing what you want to do you're having fun you're living your life and that's that's that and if people continue to pry then I I don't really know what to do in that situation because I would just be like okay enough now bye like let's change the conversation or just just, you know try and change the conversation exactly just try and change the conversation be like oh so what are you doing today Susan then how's your life how's your life going (laughs) just change the conversation trust me it works (laughs) or just be like why are you married why are you asking me why I'm not why are you exactly why do you have kids Come on, sell it to me. Why should I have kids? Come on and tell me. Sell me children. Exactly. I'll give you five minutes. Tell me. Why should I have a child? <laughs> okay, have you got another question? Uh, has the cost of living crisis had an impact on your decision regarding the age of having kids? Um, That kind of relates to what we were saying earlier. With yeah. like, we don't it's hard because there's no right time to have kids and there's no I don't think you need to be I mean yes you kind of do need to be in a certain financial situation to be able to afford children they are expensive but I don't think that you do either like I think anyone can have a child it's just your personal like I don't know how to explain this in the best way without coming across like a right dick but like people have babies on very low incomes Mm -hmm. and they they do it and they survive and those children are healthy they're happy they're thriving they live their best life and they have so much love around them and so much support and they're they're rich in love and memories and happiness and I think financial I think finances are a big part of having a child because you do ultimately need to be able to keep a roof over their head etc but I don't think that it would change my decision as to when I want them no exactly I think if it happens like you just deal with it because yeah it's happened with like generations after generation everyone has had different financial points like we're in a generation now like yes okay we have like a cost of living crisis going on it does affect what we think yeah but think to like years ago it was probably a lot worse than what it is now and people were still popping out like four or five kids like yeah my nan five kids yeah people had a lot more kids back in the day exactly and then you know me adding on six number six you know (laughs) the golden child (laughs) but 
every the favorite the favorite hey family i'm the favorite joking um not joking but <laughs> like <laughs> every like everyone comes to terms with it and they make it work and as long as you've got a yeah. good support system family support system friend support system if you are with the father or you're not with the father you make it work as long as the baby like if i got pregnant tomorrow i'd keep it like i'd be fine i mean obviously but you just i think like if one of us had a baby tomorrow or we found out we were pregnant tomorrow we'd just be like okay not when i thought it would happen but we'll deal with it we'll we'll make it work exactly like we'll be here to support you if you need us we're here as long as like there is a lot of love around the kid there is a roof over the head they're fed it is okay and i think that's one thing we all need to kind of remember and not think yeah. oh my god i need to have like x amount of money in the bank account to have a kid and i need to be like in like the best job that i can be for my child as long as the kid has love a roof over its head it is okay yeah children don't need a lot like they just need love yeah. and comfort and happiness Sorry. like i know that people are going to come for me and be like but they need this and this and this i know but i mean like, Everyone's going to have an opinion. I don't think it. there's ever a right time to have a child, and I don't think there's ever a right amount of money that you need to have to have no. a child. I think, don't get me wrong, like the cost of living is scary, and I do think it's very expensive to be alive on this planet. But I do think that it wouldn't. I just, I, I, I have so many things I want for my life, and I don't want to then get old and regret not having a child because I was like, oh well, I couldn't afford one. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just make the best of what you've got. Exactly. And we all only get what we've got, so... Exactly. Just need to embrace it. (laughs) We're just out here living our best life. (laughs) Living my best life. So, every episode, I end the episode with a task of the week. So it's like a good vibe task. Something to go away with and make you feel really good and make you feel really just inspired and positive and kind of take everything we've said and utilize it into your life to make you feel amazing this week so me and Tasha have decided that today's today slash this week's goodbye of the week is going to be to journal out it kind of goes hand in hand with Tasha saying that she's like self-discovery era we love that for her and I'm doing the same oh yes so we thought it would be a good thing for you to like journal out how your life looks versus how you thought it would look and why you're grateful that it looks the way it looks now and the way that your life would be different. So kind of just start writing out your thoughts and just see what flows and see how you how you feel and all that kind of stuff. Because I think journaling is so powerful, especially in like self-discovery and just finding out who you are and finding out your why and your purpose. So that's kind of what we thought would be a good little task for this week. Sometimes the tasks will be a bit heavy. Sometimes they'll be really lighthearted, but we just thought that was quite a good one to leave you to go away with. And also for the shits and gigs i think you should absolutely go back through your facebook folders and look at all the old pictures of nights out because they are comedy gold (laughs) definitely you'll be able to look back and think of all the hair mistakes that you made the deep side parts for us and the concealer lips yeah the concealer lips were a vibe but wouldn't change them because that is something that we can tell our future kids absolutely (laughs) never make this mistake Okay, on that note, we're going to end the episode. So thank you very much for having a good chat with me, Tash. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm very pod. impressed with your first podcast. Thank I'm very you. impressed. I'm sweating. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, you literally are sat against a radiator, so I'm going to blame that. It's not even on, that's the thing. Oh. I'm not sweating. I'm just, you know, I, I'm proud of myself. It's been a winter day. 
It's been a good yeah, day. Yeah, you've had a win today. I know. You had your tooth out yesterday, like your whole tooth, not tooth out, you had a screw fitted or something, didn't you? Yeah, so you had I had a dental implant quite put Quite 24 in. hours. Yeah, it's not She's fun. living on no sleep right now. Exactly. If you follow me on Instagram, there's a highlight about my whole teeth journey. Dental implants are not fun. Yeah, we'll leave Tasha's Instagram and stuff down below. Every platform you can find her on will be in the description, the description like a YouTube video <laughs> in the show notes. And um, I'll also leave anything we've, I don't think we've really mentioned anything else that could be linked, but no. I'll leave all of Tasha's links in a little bit. And then if you want another episode, let us know. We have actually got another one coming soon with our friend Amelia. So we're going to be touching on some different topics, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll end the episode here. Yes. It's been a nice hour-long chat. It's been love a, that for us. I know, rambling on as always. No tea was spilt, but maybe <laughs> next time. I think definitely next time it'll be some tea spilt. <laughs> there is um, potential it's going to be filmed just before a bottomless brunch, so we will be in very different mindsets. Potentially a tinny down. Um, I actually had to teach Tash what a tinny was a couple of weeks ago because she didn't know. Yeah, a tinny is a tin like the cocktail tins you get in like M and S. They're blooming great. But um, yeah, we're going to we're going to round off the episode there. (laughs) So I hope we brought you some good vibes. And I hope that you feel if you were worrying about being in your 30s or your 20s and you're just worrying about timelines and stuff, I hope we brought a bit of um, like comfort to you that you are not alone and that you are on the right timeline for you and your life. And the universe will never let things pass you by if they're meant for you. So, yeah, on that note. Goodbye, everyone. Have a lovely day. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Have a good week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.